In this presentation, we will take a look at the effect of the amount of your income on the amount of your student loan interest deduction. In other words, we'll take a look at the phase out as the income goes up. So as our income increases, what happens to the amount of the student loan interest which we can take? Back to the text. Effect of the amount of your income on the amount of your deduction. The amount of your student loan interest deduction is phased out, gradually reduced. If your MAGI, modified adjusted gross income, is between 65,000 and 80,000, 135,000 or 165,000, if you are uh, married, married filing joint, so in other words, we have this range. The range is going to be higher for the married filing joint. If we're not married filing joint, meaning typically head of household or single, we'll typically have the lower range here. And back to the text. The denominator bottom part is 15000 30000 in the case of joint return. Subtract the result from your deduction before the phase out to give you the amount you can deduct. So if we're within this range then, we're going to take the student loan interest we have and we're going to have to phase it out in some way. And so we'll first take a look at what is going to be the effect as we get to these limitations, as we get to the max of these limitations. We want to know when these limitations will affect different taxpayers or us. If we're single, of course, it'll start to take effect at 65 and then we'll lose it completely. So if our income is above the 80, we'll lose it completely if we're married filing joint. 135 to 165. Let's take a look at an example where we had the income in our test 1040. Here is our test 1040. As we scroll through it, we have the 30,000 of income. We're taking the deduction here. We could see because line six and line seven aren't the same. We have 30,000 and 27,005. The difference being on schedule one. Schedule one scrolling down, there's the 2,500. What if then we increased our income closer to that cap? Let's put it at the 66,000. So this is a single filer. So therefore, let's say, hmm, what if the income was 66000 And go back and say, what happens to our, our information? Of course, on 1040, we'll see the 66000 here in income. That difference, the 66 and the 63, uh, 668 is given by the Schedule 1, which is the amount of our deduction now being limited to 2,333. If we look at our worksheet, we could start to look at the, the what the phase-out is doing here. We'll get into a little bit more detail on that in another example. But just to get a feel for the phase-out, notice we're at 66 now. It's going to phase-out at 80,000. So if we go back over and say, all right, well, what if, it, what if this was uh, 70,000, let's say. And we had remember that we had a 2,500 qualified. Now we're at 1,667 of the qualified 2,500. We'll get back into this a little bit later. And so, so now we can say, ah, well, what would happen if we were at 75,000? We're getting close to the cap. Remember, it is 80. Now we're at uh, 832. And then if we could say, well, what if we were at, say, uh, what is 78,000? Then we have 332. According to the tax software here, we're relying on the tax software. 80,000. 80,000. And that brings this down and notice it disappears entirely. We no longer see the schedule in this software and we no longer have the deduction. Of course, if we were married, however, if we went from single to married and we had that same amount of income, the 80,000, well, then the deduction reappears because now we have the higher income uh, limitation. So if we go back to schedule one, 
and we see the 80,000, now it's back up to the 2005, we're not even at the lower threshold. So notice we could go all the way up if we're married to, let's say, uh, 100, let's say 134,000 and go back over and say, all right, we have 134, it's still maxed out, right? We haven't even hit the lower limit there, still showing the difference, still here. Now, if we get to 135 is, the, is where the lower limit is. If we go to 136,000 and go back over, okay, 136 starts to limit our deduction, right? And we get the same type of, type of activity now at this point. If we say 140,000, so we're going we're gonna to go back over and say 140 now. We're limiting. If we get, it's, it's at 165 is the top. So if I say 160,000 and go back over 160,000, it's going pretty close. We say 164, 164,000 and say, what does that do? We're at now just 82. And of course, once we hit that 165, then we should be gone. It should be gone. So there it is. No more. It is no more. Back to the text. So here's an example. During 2018, you paid 800 interest on qualified student loan. Your 2018 modified adjusted gross income is 150,000 and you are filing a joint return. You must reduce your deduction by 400 figured as follows. So we'll take a look at that. Let's put that into the software and then we'll take a look at the formula for the calculation of it. So here we are in the software, married filing joint in our test 1040. If we scroll down, we're gonna say that we have the 150,000. So that's gonna be above the lower limit, but not to the, to the upper limit yet. We see that the deduction is being taken on Schedule 1, and Schedule 1 is only at 400, however, when we entered 800. So we entered 800, qualified only 400. Let's take a look at the calculation with regards to the worksheet. We say that the total qualified student loan interest paid not more than 2,500. So we paid 800, which is less than the 2,500, so that's line 1, line 2. Into the amount from 1040, line 6, 150,000. That's going to be our income. So the 150,000. Line three, add amounts from schedule one, lines 23 through 32, and any amount entered on line uh, on the line next to schedule one, line 36, other paid uh, DPAD. So these are going to be adjustments. We're not going to, we don't have any in our case here. Number four, subtract line three from line two. So we're still at that 150,000, that in essence now being our modified adjusted gross income. Number five, enter 65,000 or 135,000 if married filing joint. We're at married filing joint. These then are going to be the lower limits. So we've got the 150,000 and then we've got the lower limit of the 135 for married filing joint. Line six says, is the amount on line four more than the amount on line five? If no, skip line six and seven, enter zero on line eight and go to line nine. If, if yes, subtract line five from line four. So that's what we'll do here and get the 15,000. And then line seven says divide line six by 15,000, uh, 30,000 if married filing joint. We of course are the 30,000. So we're dividing line six, line six up top being the 15 over the 30, which of course gives us that 50% or 0.5. Multiply line seven by multiply line one by line seven, meaning our amount of interest, the 800 times the 0.5, which will give us half four. And then number nine says student loan interest deduction, subtract line 
8 from line 1. So now we're going to take line 8, subtract the 40, 400, which is half of it, to get to the 400. So that's going to be our worksheet. Let's take a look at it now in the formula basis of it. So if we think about just the formula, we could see the same kind of calculation in the linear kind of format, uh, one, one step at a time within the worksheet. So if we have it here, it's going to be 800 times 150, which of course was our income, minus the 135, the lower limit, divided by 30,000, amount just basically given as the uh, married filing joint amount. And that equals the 400. So the 400, so your reduced student loan interest is 400, which is the 800 minus that 400. So we could see it in this formula format. Same formula, of course, in the worksheet. But when we do a worksheet, we do it in a, in a, in a up and down column type format. And we have to do it one step at a time. So, of course, you could see those two formats, whichever way makes the best sense in your mind. It's good to see them both ways, however, because when you look at the code or something like that, it'll be listed this way. When you go to the actual tax software to try to figure out how to put this into the software, it will, of course, be listed in a column type format. Next example. The facts are the same as in example one, except that you paid 2,750 interest. Your maximum deduction for 2018 is 2,500. You must reduce your maximum deduction by 1,250 figured as follows. So now we're going to enter in the system the 2,750. So we'll, and then we're going to go back up and say, all right, but that caps it at uh, the, the 1,250. The 1,250 is the amount of the deduction that's being calculated by the system. Two things are happening, or we can think about two things happening. One is we have the income limitation similar to what we had last time. 150,000 is our, our income for the married filing joint. And two, we paid interest over that 2,500 amount. So let's consider those in our worksheet then. So if we say the total qualified student loan interest paid not more than 2,500. So that is the new thing. That's our first limit that we had. So we paid 2,750, but we're limited to 2,500, which we then have to use to, to calculate any kind of phase out. So then we enter the amount on 1040, our income. Then we, when we add the amounts from Schedule 1, and these are the adjustments, we don't have any. So 150,000, and then we subtract, and, and so we're back at the 150, and then enter 65,000 or 135. We're at the 135, married filing joint. Uh, is the amount on line 4 more than line 5? If no, skip. If yes, then subtract line 4 from 5. That's what we do here. We've got 15,000, and then divide line six by fifteen thousand thirty thousand if married filing joint we are married filing joint so we're using the thirty thousand and that's going to give us that 0.5 and then multiply line one uh line one by line seven which is 1250 and finally student loan interest deduction subtract line eight from line one so we'll subtract this from that we get the 1250 so that's going to be our limit major difference here just being that now if we paid more student interest than 2,500, we start our calculation at that 2,500. So in the terms of a formula, it would be 2,500 times 150,000 minus 135,000 divided by the 30,000. So this being our income minus the lower limit divided by 30,000 for married filing joint gives us that 1,250. In this example, your reduced student loan interest deduction is 1,250 or 2,500 minus that 1,250.